So I think for everyone, it was just like frustration and stress in the mornings. It feels selfish to take some of that other time just for myself. It's one thing after another, but you're getting multiple inputs and they're all, they're all important. Like my son would feel the stress. I have this immense sense of guilt that I'm leaving my son for so many hours of the week while he's so little and changing all the time. It's very anxiety inducing. Does this sound like you? I'm Julie Morgenstern, an organizing consultant, best-selling author, and mom. In this show, I'm going to help you make time to parent. Throughout the years, I've been trusted to organize people of every family configuration you can imagine. Men and women, kids of every age, every culture. I've done work with everyone from homeschooling moms to corporate clients to Oprah Winfrey herself. The need for organization and time management transcends every demographic you can imagine. But I wasn't always so organized. Nope. My story starts 30 years ago. My breakthrough came in the form of a diaper bag. It was a beautiful summer day, and my three-week-old daughter had just woken up from a nap. I wanted to take her for her first walk. The problem was I couldn't find her diaper bag. And when I finally did find it, it was still in the shopping bag with the tag on, not packed with any of the necessities. What does my daughter need, I thought. Well, a change of clothes, a blanket, maybe a sweater or two. Uh, diapers, some toys, and every time I thought of something I needed, I had to find it. But everything was all over the place. And after nearly two hours, I had finally gotten it together. I went to pick my daughter up from her crib, and she had fallen back asleep. I had missed the moment. And I looked down at my innocent babe in her crib, and I thought to myself, This child is never going to see the light of day if I don't get my act together. So I immediately made that diaper bag my first project. I dumped everything out on the floor, and I started frantically grouping things into categories. I put everything to change her with in one pile, and everything to entertain her with in another pile, and everything to keep her warm with in another pile. And then I looked at all those piles and I thought, a three-week-old baby does not need six changes of clothes for a 30-minute walk by the river. She doesn't need four toys to entertain her. She's three weeks old. And so I started to pare down each category into just the essentials. And then I assigned each category its own pocket in that divided bag. Change of clothes went in the front pocket diapers in the back, things to keep her warm with in the center section. And then I wrote down everything that belonged in the bag, and I put that inventory in its own little pocket so I'd never have to rethink what belongs in the bag. And I looked down at this beautifully organized diaper bag, and I thought, I'd done it. I'd organized the first thing in my life. 
I felt so liberated, and I felt so ready. I thought never again will my child miss an opportunity because I wasn't ready. And I began to understand that organizing doesn't constrict you; it frees you. The freedom I felt that day is why I'm talking to you right now. That, and because the parents I have been coaching for almost thirty years all around the world all come to me with the same burning question: How do I divide my time between all these conflicting priorities and not feel like I'm neglecting anything? So that's why I'm making this podcast to help you, the parent. Because parenting is the biggest job in the world, the most challenging job in the world, and the most ambiguous job in the world, but it's the only one that doesn't come with a job description. And without that, the job feels infinite. But parenting isn't infinite. I'm going to give you the edges so you can balance both raising a human being and being a human being. In each episode, I'm talking to clients I've worked with, people who have real-life experiences and real-life struggles, and I'm bringing on experts to share science-backed advice. I want you to hear these stories because you are not alone. That thing you're having a hard time with? Trust me, there is someone. In fact, many someones who struggle with that same issue. So stay tuned. After the break, I'm going to break down the basic job description for parenthood. You came here for a job description, so here we go. We're going to get a bit into the weeds here, but I promise it's just for this episode. Once you have the roadmap, the framework, you can use it to guide yourself through the rest of the season. So, first thing we have to do is divide parenting into two pieces: raising a human and being a human. Because you aren't just a parent; you are also a person in the prime of your own adult development years. Then. Each of those pieces have four components. For raising a human, you have to balance your time between four core activities, and they add up to an acronym: PART, P-A-R-T, as in doing your part for another human. For being a human, you also have to balance your time between four core activities. And those add up to a second acronym: self, S E L F, as in fueling yourself. Let's start with part, P A R T. The P stands for provide. You have to provide for your child all the things that ensure you can feed and clothe and house and educate your child. For example, working and managing money. Would go under provide. Then you need to arrange. That's the A in part. 
This one is all about the logistics of your children's lives. That's figuring out transportation and what they're going to eat and registering them for activities and doing paperwork. So we have P and A. Now we go on to R. That stands for relate. This is really how you connect with your child and get to know them as the unique human that they are. You validate their existence and value by listening and paying undivided attention to who they are as people. Then last, we have P-A-R-T. T is for teach. You have to teach your children values and life skills so they can succeed out in the world. So those four things, P-A-R-T, provide, arrange, relate, and teach. Shockingly, these four things encompass everything you need to juggle your time between, from cradle to college. That's the structure for raising a human being. Now let's look at being a human. You have to fuel yourself, S-E-L-F. Let's start with S. S is for sleep, the rest and rejuvenation of the machine. Your mind, your body, your soul needs sleep in order to function and thrive and do well for your child. Then comes E. E is for exercise. Exercise serves a different function than sleep for the body. It gives us confidence. It makes us feel fit. It gives us energy, all things that are vital to being able to be there, to run around with and keep up with your kids. Okay, we have S, we have E, so next comes L. L is for love. Whether this is romantic relationships or friends or family, what I'm talking about here is adult-to-adult relationships. A piece is so important. You love your child, of course you do, but you need a diversity of love in your life to truly feel nurtured so that you can nurture your kid. Then last, we have F. F is for fun. Now, I know you're probably like, are you kidding? Fun? Don't I have to wait till my kids go off to college to have fun? No. Fun is essential to build into the fabric of your day and your week because fun is what makes you feel like you. And when you feel your unique self, you can recognize and bring that out in your kids. You need all four of these components, S-E-L-F sleep, exercise, love, and fun. All four of these things not only help you thrive, but they also give you the energy and the perspective and the patience to raise another human. You need to nurture yourself in order to nurture another. Self-care is not optional. And that's it. That's the framework. Part, P-A-R-T, provide, arrange, relate, teach. And self, S-E-L-F, sleep, exercise, love, and fun. Eight individual components, one happy parent, definitely happy kids. I am sure you are already thinking about which of those eight responsibilities you're naturally good at and which ones you're like, whoops, I don't think I've been paying attention to that lately or ever. Don't worry. 
No matter how long you've been a parent, no matter how old your kids are, it is never too late to reorganize and hit reset. Wherever you struggle, this season of Time to Parent will address your challenges. If you're interested in learning more, click on the link in the show notes, and it'll take you to a self-assessment that I designed to go along with Time to Parent. The report will give you a little indication of your strengths, your challenges, and it'll help you listen a little more closely to the upcoming episodes you most need to hear. I hope you'll find it helpful. Sometimes we're afraid to listen to advice on parenting because we feel like it's just going to add things to our to-do list. Well, this podcast will not. I promise if you tune in, you'll wind up with a shorter to-do list. This podcast will give you more time, less guilt, and deeper joy. Join me for Time to Parent. The Time to Parent podcast is produced by Becky Celestina with editing help from Alexander Abnos, Katie Ferguson, and Alyssa Martino. Thanks also to Tatiana McPartland. My new book, also titled Time to Parent, is out now. Buy it wherever you get books or at the link in the show notes. See you next week.